What's up, everybody? It's straight off the press. I'm your host, LA Rams cornerback, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, and Super Bowl champion, Jalen Ramsey. When the game goes final, you'll hear from me, honest and unfiltered. Let's get into it. Honestly, this is kind of what I what I uh, what I wanted to embrace, and kind of what I also feared going into the season was um, like having games like this, where it was a tough game for um, not really myself, but the team or myself, whatever the case may have been, and still coming on this show and giving my um, like unfiltered reactions and and actually like wanting to wanting to to do a show you know after a game like this you know I'll keep it real I'll, like I, like I promised I promised y'all a show every every week right uh, uh, my my real post game reactions like you know, my real thoughts and emotions and feelings, like right after a game, that's that's like the beauty of this show, right? That's the beauty of, of this. Like, that's why a lot of y'all tune in. That's why, that's, that's why I wanted to do it. Like, do it like nobody's ever done it, right? Right after a game like this, no, no NFL player's done it, right? Um, but I don't, I'm just keeping it all the way honest. I don't want to do this right now. And it's just because, um, obviously you see I'm, I'm by myself today too. Like no, none of my teammates want to do this. None of my coaches want to want to do anything like this, right? Um, Cause it's, it's just frustrating. Games like this are, are more frustrating than anything. But playing a divisional opponent um, at their house on primetime TV, Monday Night Football, not putting on the performance that you that you wanted to put on on prime time is I don't even really know exactly how to describe it, right? But um, it's just not what what we planned. It's not what we wanted. Not how we wanted it to go down. We knew what type of game it would be. Divisional opponent. We our games against San Fran are are very similar every time we play them. Usually low scoring by the offenses. Um, you know, a physical game. Like these are things we knew going into the week. This is, we we knew how to prepare for this game, and that's what we did. We prepared in that in that way, like like the game has always been against San Fran, at least since I've been at LA Ram. Right? Uh, they are they are biggest rival. I would say our biggest rival. Like it's real, real deal beef. Don't like we don't like them. They don't like us. Right? Um, and we 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 had some big games. Some primetime games, and we had some games that meant that meant a lot. And obviously, any game means a lot to me. Any game means a lot to the team. Um, and divisional games mean a little bit more. We felt prepared going into the game. We felt good going into the game. Defensive wise, we definitely felt good. Uh, we knew that they had a good defense, so we we felt like we could make it a defensive battle. And then we were able to come up with the plays that we needed to make and the turnovers. We were going to win the game. Obviously that didn't happen. We 
on the defensive side. We didn't play bad. We twisted. We didn't play bad on the defensive side of the ball at all. We gave up two explosives that kind of hurt us. We gave up one explosive run in the first uh, that turned into a touchdown. Though that was a touchdown. Then we gave up one explosive pass, which was uh, obviously Debo slant that was nearly picked off by our rookie corner, DK. He had good technique, broke on the ball, and just is a game of inches. Barely missed it, right? And then everybody knows once Debo, Debo gets the ball in his hands, he turns into a running back. And he's dangerous with the ball in his hands. He proceeded to, to weave through the defense, weave across the field. I had opportunity to make a tackle, uh, missed that tackle. He ends up scoring on a long, on a long uh, pass. Those are the two explosives that we gave up during the game. They ended up resulting in their two touchdowns. Right, that was really all they had that game were those those two explosives, and then they had a field, one field goal on us later on in the game. In the second half, they had a field goal. Other than that, they didn't have anything. So their their two explosives came in the first first half. Second half, they didn't have any explosives. They only scored three points on their offensive end. So. You know, as far as defense, we, we we feel like we didn't play terrible. You know, we anytime you can hold an NFL offense, an NFL offense under 20 points, you feel like you're giving your team an opportunity to be in the game, at least a dogfight. Um, definitely feel like you put them in good, good enough position to win the game, but at least be in a dogfight, especially if you have a – if you know you have an offense on your side who can put up points, big on quarterback, good running backs, good receiver, like – you definitely feel like that's putting you in great position, right? But at the end of the day, we wish we could have had those two explosives back. And who knows what happens then, right? That maybe they only end up with field goals and maybe it's a closer game. Who knows what happens? And then our offense uh, just could not get it clicking. And I, and, I, and I do give a lot of respect and a lot of credit to San Fran because they have an amazing defense. They, they out there flying around. They got a good defensive line, good rushers. I don't know how many sacks they had tonight. They had a lot. It seemed like they had a lot. Their uh, their their corners were having good coverage. Were locking up. Didn't didn't have to. Didn't seem like they had to cover for long, um, just because their rush was on point. They was bringing blitzers, rushing with four or five. Like it, their their defense played played a played a great game. Got to give respect to them. Their DBs played good. Line linebackers played like their whole defense played played a good game. Right. And they held our offense to field goals, no touchdowns, straight field goals, uh, and even in the red zone. Those red zone stops were huge for them uh, to, to keep our offense from putting up six, you know, seven, however you want to look at it, and only putting up three points. Those were huge moments. Our offense ended up making three field goals. We would have hoped that they were able to score, even if they scored two of those opportunities, they scored two of those opportunities, um, and then obviously, you know, take away the, the the pick six turnovers like that. Like at the end of the game, that just that is what it is. It's whatever, right? We don't. I mean, it sucks, but not necessarily worried about it. You know, then that game looks totally different, though. You know, but but I give a lot of credit to their defense. Their defense had a had a terrific game, and in essence, 
that, like that was the difference. Their defense stopped our offense to those three field goals, and you know, us on the defensive side, we stopped. We we did a good job, not a great job. We we got to stop those two explosive plays. But at the end of the day, like we know we're good. It's week four, right? We know we'll see them again in three weeks after the bye. Um, we know those two explosives are correctable. Easy will be easy to correct for us. We we believe. We also we also have full trust and belief. Like like I've been I've been um, I've been on so many different type of teams with different quarterbacks. Right, I've Jacksonville with with a couple different quarterbacks, Blake Bortles and. Uh, I want to say Cody Kessler at a time and a couple of different quarterbacks. Then I came to L.A. and I had Jared Goff. And then, you know, I had Jared Goff at times. Uh, his last year, Jared Goff and Wofford. Then I had Stafford last year and this year. And, like, one thing, uh, I'll just speak for myself. I, I definitely feel like I can speak for the team saying this, though. But one thing I can say about Stafford, like, we know we got a baller at quarterback. Somebody who can make every throw, no-look passes, Deep passes, whatever passes, precision is crazy. Ball placement is crazy. Like we know, Stafford's one of those guys. He's been been one of those guys his whole career. Came to LA first year, helped us secure a Super Bowl. Like we know that he's good, right? We know we got Cooper Cup, triple crown winner for a reason. We know their chemistry is amazing, right? We we know we got Cam Akers who can make a lot of plays, be a, be a be a good explosive back. You know, we got then, then we went and signed A Rob. We know what A Rob's been capable of doing throughout his career. Like we got, we have all the pieces there. They just got to get it going. They just got to get it going and get it together. Um, but like as a team, yeah, we frustrated. We mad, especially losing against them. Like we 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 are tired of that. But we we sticking together. Obviously, like you ain't gonna see no type of flinch from us. Like. No type of turning on each other, none of that. We ain't, we ain't doing none of that. We ain't into none of that. Like it's week four, we gonna have more opportunities in the year. We got another opportunity to play them. You know what I mean? Last year we played them three times. Who knows? It could end up being the same again. We played them again three times. Like who knows? We right? We we have time to correct our wrongs. We're not gonna trip in the sense of like, man, it's the end of the world. Like, it feels like that in moments because it's like, yo, we tired of losing it. And, but it ain't the end of the world. We, and we know that. We know that we got guys who have been good and been consistent in the league for years and years and years. And, and it'll, it'll all, it'll all come, in, come into play. Uh, we, we have other opportunities to show that. Like, even with myself, like, when I miss a tackle like that, like on Debo's touchdown, when I miss a tackle like that, it's like, what? Like, I made... I made maybe three or four really good tackles out there tonight against against good guys. But it's like that one tackle, dang, yes. Do I wish I could have that? Do I wish I could have that one tackle back? 100%. I wish I could have that one tackle back. Regardless if it shouldn't have gotten all the way to me or not, regardless of how that play went to where Debo was able to come across the field and it, 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 it was on me to make a tackle, I should have made that tackle to give our team an extra down just to snap. They had to snap it again. They got to snap it again. But that doesn't, one missed tackle out of a game where I made a lot of other good tackles. And in essence, they were scared to throw it my way. I didn't get one pass thrown my way the entire game. 
that doesn't change the player who I am, right? And that's how I feel about my teammates as well. Like, a bad interception don't change who who Stafford really is, right? A bad route doesn't change who Cup or A-Rob is. A bad run don't change who Cam is. A bad play doesn't change who everybody is, who we've consistently shown in our career that we are. So it'll, it'll come around. We have other opportunities, but we definitely got to get in the lab and correct our wrongs, which we will do. We will do. Because like I said, we got to see them again anyway, right? I guess the good thing that I'll take, take away from it is on Monday night games, your memory got to be a little bit shorter. Got to be a little bit shorter than a, a Sunday night game or a Thursday game. We got six days until our next game. So it's a little bit of a shorter week for us. We don't get that Monday to recap and then Tuesday off. Like, no, Tuesday is our recap and off day all in one. And then we right back at it with game planning and starting to go on Wednesday morning as soon as possible, right? We know that the Dallas Cowboys were able to watch this game and see. So we already we got to have a short memory already. So everybody on the team, um, we got to be critical and learn from it ASAP. But... Everybody on the team has to kind of have that persona of a, of a DB right now and have a short memory so we can go in six days and, and give a better performance than we gave tonight, right? Because that's what it's all about. We, that's, that's the good thing. I was, actually in, um, I was actually in chapel this morning before the game, and um, our chaplain, he had a guest speaker come in. And the, the great thing about God is God doesn't work on our time, right? God works on his time. He all, he's always giving new beginnings. That's why every every 60 seconds is a new minute. Every 60 minutes is a new hour, right? Every 24 hours is a new day. Every seven days is a new week and, and so so forth and so on, right? So we, we, we like, it's okay. We can, we can remain optimistic. We can remain positive. We can, we can remain connected because we got opportunities to, to right our wrongs. We definitely have opportunities to right our wrongs. We have new beginnings coming up. In six, in six days, we have a new opportunity to go put a better, you know, product on the field, which we fully, fully, fully intend to do. You know what I mean? So now we sit at two and two. Everybody um, in the NFC West in, the, in this division is two and two. And that's fine right now. We know we know it's a long year. We know it's going to be a dogfight for this division. We know it's going to be a dogfight for the conference. So, for everything so uh we, we just got to stay the course uh right the wrongs and and that's what we'll do but yeah shit shit like what happened tonight is is, is tough i'm not gonna lie we're gonna be good though we're gonna be good i i got i got all the faith and belief we're gonna be good you know what i mean um so so i'm not even gonna sit here and i am upset i am mad but i ain't gonna sit here and trip uh, enough about our game enough about our game i'm tired of talking about it let's go back to last sunday for a second all right Miami versus Buffalo. Tua gets injured during during the middle of the game. He stumbles. It looks concussion-ish, right? He's, that's kind of what concussion looks like a little bit. We stumbly, little, little, little dazed, right? He goes to the sideline. He does go out. They did a, uh, I guess, a quick, quick test on him. Quick search. I don't know what they did. I don't know exactly their protocols in Miami. I know if the, if it was the Rams, that that is how the protocols would go. You would have to come out go in the tent, potentially go in the locker room, do a number of tests to clear concussion protocol. There's a baseline that you have to like beat basically. And the baseline goes off of you individually as a person. So we all take a, 
take like a baseline concussion test in like day one of training camp, check-in. If we ever have a concussion, we have to pass that test, like pass the test to go back in. That's how we operate at the Rams. And then we also have the doctors and trainers and everybody making sure that we're good too, right? So I guess they ran that test on him. He goes back in the game actually last Sunday and, and plays a little bit more. And they said, I mean, that he was uh, remembering like plays from a week ago. Like they say he was good. He was he was reciting, but like he was good. They said it was actually his back. It wasn't even like it was his back or something. And it's like equilibrium was off, whatever the case may have been, right? It wasn't a concussion, they said. Okay, cool, right? Then we fast forward to Thursday. They had the Thursday night game. So short week for them, Thursday night game. He was the starting quarterback, right? A lot of people were talking about it. How did he pass concussion protocol, this and that, blah, 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 right? Uh, a lot of social media presence around it. Mind you, they didn't say it was a concussion anyway, though. They said it was his back or something that happened, right? He ends up getting a concussion during the game, visibly got a concussion during the game. We could see his, his fingers and everything had tensed up. He had took a heavy hit. That I mean, that hit was was way more brutal than the hit that he had took the Buffalo game. It was a, it, his head snapped back, it was a brutal hit. He was, hands froze up, clear as day concussion. We knew he was not coming back in the game. So, you know, they wanna, they wanna try to do an investigation and all that on that, right? Nobody is talking about, in that same game, another player played, right? T Higgins, the week before, against the Jets, got a concussion in the Jets game. Got hit hit in the helmet um, by a player and like went to sleep for a second. T Higgins played in the game on Thursday as well. The difference is, so so I'm so unless I don't I don't know. I don't know if everybody doesn't have the same concussion protocols or he just passed the test, which is normal. Somebody can pass the test to be able to play. That is normal, right? So T. Higgins he played in the Thursday game as well. Nobody talked about that, though. And nobody especially talked about it because T. Higgins went crazy in the game. T. Higgins had a bunch of yards, touchdown. Like, he went crazy in the game. My issue with the whole situation is um, we talk about player safety. Social media talks about player safety. The NFL acts like they're for player safety. The NFLPA acts like they're for player safety. Um, but there are a lot of unsafe things that are still going on in the game, right? And 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 they, I don't really see where the consistency is, and I don't see really where the emphasis is on some of that stuff. Instead, and I and I talked about this in my presser, um, I want to say it was Friday, Thursday or Friday. The, the NFL at times wants to emphasize taunting, uh, uniform codes and violations instead of player safety. Like a guy having a concussion and whether they are going through, is the test hard enough? Is the test to to clear them to come back in the game, is it is it tough enough? Is it a true measure on if a guy has a concussion or not? Is it a true measure on if a guy can play or not? not not if a guy can play, because we all gonna want to say we can play, but if a guy should play or not, 
Is it truly trying to make sure that player safety is good? There were more examples this week about it. Cameron Bray in the Tampa Bay game, he got hit in the head, visibly got hit in the head by his teammate, banged his, banged his head, right? He's running off the field, stumbling off the field. They actually ended up getting a 12-man on the field penalty. Break came back in the game, caught a pass, all of that. And then they said he was in concussion protocol. Like, where is the, what are y'all talking about for player safety? Or was, there, was there nobody that was going to call up and say, no, he needs to be in concussion protocol. He can't be back in the game now, this or that. I, I don't know, but there needs to be some type of growth in regards to player safety, especially when it comes to head injuries. But it goes even beyond that. It goes to like, why are we why are we playing on turf fields? They ask us to do surveys after after game after some games. How was the how was the field? How was the field? And I wonder if they really take it into consideration. I can ask probably all of my teammates, and they say and they would tell you we prefer to play on grass fields than turf. You you see a lot of things happen on turf field. You see the knee injuries ankle injury, joint injuries, all type of injuries happen on turf fields opposed to grass fields. That can happen still on grass fields, but I want to say that um, I really want to look up the statistics, but I want to say the statistics lean towards turf fields being worse on your body than grass fields. That's another thing for player safety. But you know why there are turf fields and stuff in some of these huge stadiums and huge arenas? Because the maintenance and you can still have the concerts there and, the, and the, the other events and whatever else there, right? But we we like playing on grass fields. So I know not only, not only me, but uh, a lot of the players feel like this whole player safety thing is being talked about, but it's not a real thing. Like it's not, like we want to know what's really going on to ensure our safety. Like, where's the consistency? I don't know. We got to figure something out. Like, what is the baseline for guys getting to go back in after visibly having a head injury? Maybe it's too low. Maybe we got to continue to grow in the area. And, I, and don't get it twisted. I'm not saying we we haven't come a long way and haven't grown. Like, I mean, you always trying to wear, they're, they're always coming out with better helmets to protect us better shoulder pads, like better equipment. Obviously, yeah, they're always trying to get better evolution, right? But I, I do feel at times um, it is not emphasized as the most important thing is our safety. And I know football is a, is a fierce, vicious game and we kind of know what we sign up for. Um, and that's fine. You could be, you could be fierce and, and violent and hard hitting and safe at the same time, right? Like, that's the type of things that um, I think right now it's been such a high media presence on kind of wanting answers and kind of wanting to see where we're taking those steps and grow. But that's something, that's something to think about. Um, I, and I kind of wanted to throw that out there for people to think about. Everybody's talking about Tua right now, but it's other guys that we need to think about. It's, I, we need to think about everybody who's going out there suiting up. And if they have a head injury, a visible head injury, it, really any type of injury of, you know, 
players' safety, taking care of their bodies before going out there tearing up their bodies for somebody's enjoyment at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And so, like, my prayers go out to all the players across across the league to make sure y'all are taking care of y'all bodies. I know we all want to play. Like, we don't we don't want to sit out games. We don't want to sit out plays. We don't want, like, I don't want to come out of the game at all, right? But, man, taking care of your body, and especially when it, especially when it comes to head injuries, has to be the number one thing, has to be the number one focus. And I hate that it, I hate that it, that it's come to this point where we saw somebody, you know, in a primetime game, get a concussion and and get like froze up like that to where, you know, it's now being a big thing that's talked about. I hate that it had, it had to come to that, but maybe it'll be for, you know, the greater good and, and, and the steps will be taken now to ensure player safety is actually at the forefront of, uh, of what we have going on. Like, that's one thing I want to give y'all a glimpse into real quick is like how I personally protect my mental, right? Like how I put everything in life into perspective. And um, I mean, obviously I credit all glory to God for, for all of it, but like it, it truly is God, like the people he put in my life, um, like my daughters, like that puts it into perspective. Um, and just having having a knowing who I am and whose I am, right? Yes, this is a game. Um, it's a game I love. Don't get it twisted. But at the end of the day, it's a game, and I still have a life outside of uh, of playing football. Like it's uninterrupted mantra. Like more than an athlete, right? I am more than an athlete. We are more than athletes. So I just want to remind y'all that we 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 love this game. We play this game. But man, me, my teammates, like I hope everybody keeping their mental, mental together, mental straight. Like we got real life going on outside this. We got families, we got business, we got all that going on. So for me, like that's how I that's how I think about it. In the moments, I'm I'm fired up, I'm hot, I'm mad. Like the crew could probably tell you, like, as soon as I walked up to the sprinter, like they could tell I ain't I wasn't in the mood to do this. I didn't want to do this. But it's like, man, nah, I, one, I'm going to be a man of my word and give y'all the show that y'all said, that I said I was going to give y'all. And two, me being able to, like, this for me, this for me is like, I ain't going to say it's therapy, but in a sense, it's therapy. Like, y'all my, y'all my therapist and, and, and I'm just getting, I'm, I'm right here, I'm able to, I'm able to speak, I'm able to get my thoughts, and my, my feelings out a little bit and it give me some clarity, right? And then I get to think about um, like what's next? Like, man, I'm I'm so hopeful for what's next in my football life and in my life outside of football. Like, I'm hopeful for what's next going on in my life. Like, I got big things going on. Being able to go see youth and give youth inspiration on on my off days um, around the LA area. You know, me me and Derwin James got our foundation. We got big stuff going on in our foundation, the Safety Corner Foundation. Right, I'm. I'm able to do stuff like that. I'm able to have Bible studies and, and book clubs with my friends on Thursdays. And like that's that's some stuff I have going on outside of football. And then, you know, I'm still and then I'm also, like I talked about earlier, I'm hopeful about what's going on in football. It's always new beginnings. That's how I keep that's how I keep everything in a perspective. That's how I keep my mental right. Um so I encourage any and everybody 
to in essence do what I'm doing. Man, talk to somebody. Like I'm I'm sitting here talking to a camera right now. But I know, I know when it go out, I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking to all y'all. And whether you receive it the right way or don't, or whether you whether you hate on it, whether you love it, it don't matter. Uh to me, like this is this is a moment for me to clear my mind. It's a moment of like clarity. This is a moment where I'm keeping my mental together, my mental right. Um and I'm optimistic about what's 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 to come ahead. So I know this has been a different show. It's only me. The first time it's only me. I'm not having a guest on here. Like coming off of a the second loss of the season for for the LA Rams, but like this one is a little bit different. And I think everybody knows that one. That this one is a little bit different. Coming off like a a, a weird week in the NFL where we're talking about concussions and injuries and player safety a lot. But Man, it's it's nice still being able to come to y'all talk and speak to y'all about the game and around the league and um, mental health and just health in general, right? And uh, I'm thankful and I'm glad for everybody tuning in. For whatever reason, you may tune in. You might tune in because you want to hear me say something crazy. You might tune in because uh, you want to talk shit about me. You might tune in because you like me. I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is, appreciate you tuning in. I'm gonna take take tomorrow as a tomorrow my off day. I'm gonna take tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna go visit another high school. Uh, probably go go to Orange County and and visit another high school. Uh, have some fun with that. Get my mind off of this game. Get my mind ready for this next week coming up against the Dallas Cowboys so we can put on a better performance out there on the field. This is another good team uh, that we, we believe we're playing. They got a lot of talent on their team. We don't know if they'll have Dak back or not. We got to prepare for that. We got to prepare for Cooper Rush. Uh, I know they got Michael Gallup back. It was his first game back last week. He scored a touchdown. Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. Um, then you got on their defensive side, you got them dogs. You got Michael Parsons. You got Trayvon Diggs. You got some some guys over there, the defense is playing lights out right now too. So, um, man, excited, excited about next week already. And we six days away, six days away, already excited about it. I'm just glad y'all got to tune in again. I'm glad I, I'm, even though I did not want to do this show in this, in these moments, like right after this game, uh, really wasn't in the mood to do this. I'm glad that, I'm glad that I still, um, you know, decided to turn these cameras on on my way home and you know as I'm pulling up at home here here shortly I'm glad I I'm glad I actually decided to go through with it and and um keep my word and, and put these cameras on and and, and talk to y'all and give y'all uh, you know my thoughts and feelings and post-game reactions and reactions around the league and whatever the case may have been so this is week four of Straight Off the Press with Jalen Ramsey Uninterrupted. Appreciate y'all tuning into the show. Look forward to coming at y'all again next week. Next week, I'll be back in the suite at SoFi. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll be after a big win against the Cowboys. By the way, y'all stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned. Pre-game. Next week. Before the Cowboys game. Stay tuned. We got our Vamos Rams game. This is our Vamos Rams game. 
Week five. Y'all know I'm very intentional. Think about it now. Week five, Vamos Rams game. Just think about last year's Vamos Rams game. Jalen Ramsey, Rams Mariachi. I can't give y'all too much. I want to tell y'all everything. I can't give you too much, though. But stay tuned. Stay tuned. Week five, Rams versus Cowboys. Vamos Rams game. Jalen Ramsey, Rams Mariachi. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Straight Off the Press. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes drop every Tuesday. For full video episodes, check out Uninterrupted's YouTube channel and click subscribe. Catch y'all next week.